This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to WWD Voices. I'm Arthur Zakowitz, executive editor of WWD. And today we have Dr. Paul Servin from Zeros, which is a green tech innovation business with solutions that transform the performance, impact, and economics of the fashion apparel industry. Can you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what your company is? You're, you're from Zeros, um, some of the solutions that you offer, the, the technologies, and then we'll kind of talk about some bigger issues. So, but who is Zeros? What do you guys do? Yeah, Zeros, uh, uh, it actually originates from the Greek word dry. Uh, and this is a spin out company that uh, was spin out from Leeds University. And there was a textile department and a professor Birkenshaw that was then doing research. And from that, we then spun out. So we, we are a green tech uh, company that is then headquartered in the, in the UK. And we license out our technology within filtration, finish, leather, and, and care. And um, infiltration, we've then uh, developed and licensed out a, a microfiber filter solution. And this captures uh, 90 plus percent of microplastics and around 80% also of, of the cotton microfibers. They're, they're a bit smaller and they fragment a bit different. And this is then before the, the, the wastewater from the, from the laundry goes, goes down to drain and the wastewater treatment plants. So, have, yeah, yeah, no, I was going to say, so this, this is the science of very small things that have a yes. big impact, right? So it's about how, you know, what do you see as the challenges facing the, uh, the fashion apparel and textile industries in terms of addressing like microplastics and, and trying to mitigate waste? Um, how big is the problem? It, it is, uh, from my point of view, it is a, it is a massive problem. I mean, if we're if we're looking at it, uh, um, you know, it's it's half a million ton, estimated half a million ton of, of these microplastics and microfibers are, are going out into the oceans uh, every year, uh, and you know, if you compare that, that's like 50, 50 billion uh, uh, plastic bottles that are just being thrown into the into the oceans every year. So, so it is a, a massive problem, but it's not, it's not only that, that they go out in the, in the textile industry during that entire processing of making the, the fibers and then spinning the yarn and then 
getting the, the fabric and cutting it and dyeing it and, and all that. It, it's also once we customers, we buy the garments and we're then washing it in our laundry machines, we then have these microfibers that are being released. On top of that, which, which is then also, you know, airborne microfibers, it, it's hardly, it's not really being discussed that much today. But every time we're walking around wearing our garments, uh, there, are, there are microfibers that, that falls down to the, to the floor. And these, these microfibers, that, that's also coming from, from the shedding. And, and, you know, we find it everywhere and in everyone. You know, that, that's reality. We, we find it everywhere and in everyone. And the peaks of Mount Everest, they're finding it. Uh, they find it at the very bottom of the oceans. Uh, they find it in the soil uh, because, you know, in the, in the U.S. and in the U.K., Yes, the, the wastewater treatment plants that we have, they, they capture um, maybe 40 to, to 95% uh, of, of this, uh, these microfibers, but, they, but they're mainly captured in the sewage sludge. And then in the U.S. and in the U.K., that's being spread out as fertilizer uh, on the agricultural fields. And then all these, these microfibers are back out into the system again. So, so for the the, I guess the consumer's point of view, you know, when when I do my laundry and my filter and I, it goes through the um, the dryer and my filter gets full of stuff. I mean, that's the only real experience that I have with it. But uh, from what you're saying, it sounds like it's it's occurring even after that. It's you're shedding, it's it's constant, right? And if we have more clothes and we're producing more, uh, it's just in, exponentially increasing the amount of microfiber, right? Yes, and especially out in nature because they they don't degrade uh, as quickly as we would have liked. And, and you know, if you look at the, the the synthetic fibers, so the polyester, the nylon, you know, the, the degradation of them is can be you know hundreds of years for these microfibers to actually degrade. Uh, the cotton and the regenerated fibers they're they're degraded a bit faster because it's, it's something that is more normal for nature to degrade. But still, in, 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 the, in the processing of these garments, when we're dyeing them, when we're using, you know, we anti-wrinkle our shirts, etc., we're actually doing chemical modifications to these. We have all these fibers coming out. We have the polyester, we have the, the cotton fibers that are coming out, and they're not degrading, degrading as well. Huh? And it's, it's massive quantities going out into the oceans. So you mentioned something like, you know, like the, the impact of, um, you know, the treatment for like wrinkle-free, for example. I mean, is, is that part of the, the problems that we need to change the consumer mindset for what's, you know, um, what's better for the environment? You know, maybe it's, maybe you have to go back to ironing your clothes, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, for, for, for sure, for sure, there, there will be, there is a lot of awareness that needs to, to come to the consumers. Um, but of course, you know, if the, if the industry are providing an anti-wrinkle and, and you, you hate to iron your garments, if you go into the store, of course you buy the anti-wrinkle then, no? I mean, because it is available, it is there. So, I mean, we need to have this cooperation with the designers, with the brands, with the, with the textile, you know, the apparel and textile industry that all of us come together to really look at, 
and of course also innovative companies such as Ceres that that all of us come together and take a look at it and, and see how how can we improve this how can we how can we make make it better in the world is that happening i mean you guys you know working with uh, industry leaders and um, you know kind of nonprofits to another you know kind of companies to to improve and move the needle on mitigating these issues Yes, we, we are. We, we are. We are working with uh, leg- le- legislators. We're working with NGOs. We're, we're working with brands. Um, uh, we're working with the textile industry. So uh, in the different technologies that we have developed, so I, I talked about that we have finish, filtration, uh, care, etc., that, that we are there working, working with OEMs to install our technology in the machine and to, to bring that out to the, to the market. Can you explain the technology that you offer? How does it work? What's the science behind it? So the the side well filtration is filtration. So you know we we use a, a filter. We have a, a mesh uh, that is uh, fifty micron in size. Uh, this is rotating around, and when it's rotating around, it's then capturing all the all the microfibers that that are, are have been released uh, during the wash. And then afterwards, it keeps rotating and actually dewaters these uh, these uh, uh, microfibers, which means that it then becomes very easy for the customer to 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 empty empty them out. And we there very very early on said we have to capture all microfibers. Like I said, it's it's not only the the synthetic. We we capture all microfibers, and then we also. Um, you know, having this uh, this uh, uh, system of uh, of dewatering to make it easy for the customer, and we don't use a cartridge solution, so the it's, the device is installed for the lifetime uh, of that uh, washing machine. When it comes to the the finish and the care, which care is actually laundry, uh, right. so there we then have uh, domestic and and commercial uh, laundry. And what we do is that, like in a, in a normal washing machine, uh, if you look at the, I know in the US you love your top loaders, uh, here in, in Europe and in uh, other parts in the world, we usually have our, uh, the front loading machine. And uh, you, you're there in the in a normal machine, you have that, the, the garments are really rubbing against each other. And when the garments are rubbing against each other, that, that help you to, to actually wash wash the garments. But it's also, of course, destroying the, the surface of these garments, which is why very often they're recommended turn turn your garment inside out be, before you wash it. But that's to protect the outside of it. When we then have our, our exorb, so exorb, that's a, a, it's, a, it's a spherical polymer uh, in the size of a, a quarter of an inch. And we have then several of these inside the drum. And they're then rolling in between the, the garments uh, in the drum. And when they're rolling in between two garments, they're then helping to, to protect, protect the surface uh, uh, of this, uh, this garment. Uh, and then we have uh, a technology that we then call X-Drum, uh, which is then a system for, for storing uh, all these excerpts in the, in the back of the drum. And then we're using the, the lifters to then harvest them so they go out uh, when they're required in the wash. And then when they're no longer required, and then being harvested back through the lifters to the storage compartment again. 
And because we, we use these excerpts and they have a certain weight also in, in the machine, uh, we then see we see less creasing, uh, we see which means you need have to iron less, <laughs> so benefit for a lot of people. Uh, we see less uh, color fade, we see less uh, shrinkage of the garment. Uh, we have a really high wash performance of it. Um, we see uh, see less uh, print damage. So you know when you have these printed T-shirts and, and all those kind of things, we see less less damage of that also. And it all comes from that these these excerpts are rolling there uh, because the excerpts take up a, a volume in the machine. Uh, this is volume that that before was then occupied by water. And this means that we can reduce the amount of water that we need inside the machine. And very often, uh, the amount of energy required and the amount is in, is in correlation with the water. Because when you have to heat up the water, that, that costs a lot of energy. So for this reason, very often, we can also re reduce the, the, the amount, of, uh, amount of energy. Uh, and of course, the amount of detergent, uh, because you, when you use less water, if you were to use exactly the same quantity of, of detergent in there, you would have a, a too high concentration simply put down. So, so this also means that you can, can actually reduce the amount of uh, detergent that you put into the machine. So this is this is kind of and this then expands to to the different different uh, uh, technologies we have. Uh, so the finish, which has to do with uh, denim stone washing, uh, where today you know they're they're often working with pumice. That is a a, a big problem in in the world to, to to have this volcanic rocks that then during the process of just breaking down to to a small sludge that is then blocking up all the all the treatment system and the drainage system that they have. So there we can then reduce the energy and the enzymes used by thirty percent. We can do, reduce the water by by around fifty percent. And, and we can still, because you don't have to stand there and sort out all these pumice stones from, from your, your denim, uh, because our excerpts have been harvested back in, into the machine, uh, you know, we, we then also have an operating uh, uh, gain. Uh, the output gain is, is higher by around almost 20%. With, um, are we overwashing our clothes? Uh, are we over agitating them? Are we like could could we stand to do a shorter uh, washing cycle? I mean, the, the part of the problem, I, I would say, yes, we, we are overwashing our garments. We're, we're washing our garments far too frequently, and and ideally, it would be that one just hang up the garments and allow them to, you know, air a bit uh, uh, and in that sense uh, uh, not not wash them again. Uh, and then, you know, if you get a little stain somewhere that you actually do just some spot cleaning of that stain in comparison to throwing oh. it into, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, um, Ch Chip Berg from Levi Strauss and Company, he doesn't wash his jeans. He's famous. Yeah. You know, he spot, spot cleans. Uh, and I was, I was thinking that, um, you know, it, again, it goes back to the consumer mindset. You have to educate, you know, as these technologies are you know, becoming online, you have to also educate the consumer, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a big task that, that needs to be done to, to, 
you know, buy less things, uh, uh, use it longer. Uh, and then, of course, you know, uh, use Sarah's uh, washing machines because they will prolongate the lifetime of your garments. Uh, but, but, you know, it, it is very important that we reduce the, reduce the consumption, yeah. Well, so what's, well, what are you guys working on at the moment and, and what's next? What's in the pipeline? Yeah, so actually we have, uh, we're currently going through a bit of a brainstorming session in the company where we're then uh, going through uh, what are the, the next things, what are the next invisible uh, environmental uh, issues that, uh, that is out there in the world. Uh, but besides from that, we, uh, we recently announced a, a partnership with the University of Surrey. Uh, where we then uh, upcycle, so these collected microfibers that we're collecting with our devices, uh, to then do pyrolysis of them and to then use, you know, get them uh, actually valued, what is then a waste, get a valued uh, compound out of that, uh, which can then be for water purification or pigment or in electronics, uh, etc. Uh, we also have projects running in uh, garment dyeing, uh, because garment dyeing is another industry that is uh, consuming uh, really a lot of water and, and chemicals. Uh, and there we also have a, a very, very exciting project with a, with a dye manufacturer that we're working on. Uh, uh, we, have, uh, we have something that I, I call the future suite. Oh. <laughs> Which, uh, which actually concerns the, the reduced reliance on fossil fuels nice. uh, by converting agricultural waste into sugar and how, how actually these sugars can be uh, fermented into pretty much any product that today are coming from the, from the oil industry. So, for instance, the polyester and the nylon that is coming from oil today and is used in the textile industry uh, can actually come from, from agricultural waste. Uh, but uh, to discuss that in detail, I think we will need a completely different podcast, and, uh, which, of course, I would be happy to do. <laughs> which, of okay. course, I would be happy to do. Uh, but but in general, so I mean, we're we're working with partners, and and all of us must come together to to reduce the impact. Uh, and very often, this you know, you need to go to scale. Uh, we, the small solutions that works well. You really need to scale that up and get it out into the system. And and we're happy to work with fashion brands and the apparel and textile industry, uh, so that all of us come together and 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 really start to create a lasting improvement for the ecosystem in the world. Amazing. Th thank you so much for um, taking time out today. Any closing thoughts? You want anything else you want to share with our audience? Well, I think, I mean, I mentioned it before, but the, the, the textile industry, they, they really, they are the second largest water consuming industry in the world. Uh, they're using 25 trillion gallons of, of water every year. And if you look at a, a grown adult uh, need around one gallon per day to, for hydration, this industry is then consuming 10 times more every year in comparison to, to what we humans need to, to hydrate. So, I mean, a starting point would be to reduce the amount of water going in because that means less waste wastewater actually coming out in the end. Uh, and I, I think this is really, really important. We need to reduce what goes in because what goes in comes out. Exactly. And after, after you know, you've treated, treated all the textile materials with all the chemicals, you, of course, get all the waste going out. Well, thank you again, uh, and thank you, uh, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, this was fascinating, and uh, yeah, we'll have to have you come back. 
um, and do an update. All right. Take care. Thank you.